All aboard! This is Bologna and Chubby, episode 81. Back at it again with that good stuff. This week, we dive deep. Cologne completes the application and the final interview process for them to get to the game show. Where are we going to be able to say what America say? Stay tuned. Chubby, working hard with the San Diego Comedy League, and he is just busting the scene up. Soon to be hosting, soon to be toasting, but never roasting. That's our Chubby. We talk about oracle cards, the deeper meaning of the horoscope, and if that wasn't enough, we'll help you regulate your will and your estate. It's what we do. Pelota and Chubby, episode 81. Check us out. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show with your hosts, Rick Salas and Guy Murray, talking about comedy and everything that crosses their mind. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show. And we're live. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the episode of the Pelone and Chubby Show. I'm Rick Salas. And I'm Guy Murray. And together we are Pelone and Chubby, here every Wednesday for you at 8 o'clock or so. And we are here uh, for our... 80, sure. Yeah. 80 something About episode. Uh-huh. And uh, we are here. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to talk about a few things uh, about our weeks, about some current events, what's going on around town, and uh, our uh, hmm, road to Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, we got a little bit Hollywood of. Uh, um, today we had the interview with the producer and. Uh, We'll go. We'll talk about that some. Talk about some stuff guys going on got going on, and uh, anything you guys want to talk about, feel free. I got the uh, the laptop open. All you got to do is text or uh, uh, what do you call it? Message over your message stuff. message over your stuff, and then we can uh, get you on the air. Yeah, we can put, you on, put air. you on the air. Absolutely, we can do, we can do all kinds of we stuff. We got we got technologies. Yeah. Um, I, I I was going to have an in... I forgot to set up the in-studio guests. Uh, our lovely friend from down down in Oceanside. Uh, she said she... Because she, she liked what she saw last week and she wanted to be Who home. Who is this? That's um, my lovely friend. Lovely, lovely, lovely friend. Can we get a name? Well, she's not here yet. What's up, Michelle Boba? Is she coming? I'm tagging her right now, making sure she's going to call in or do something. So, I mean, who is this? I'm just oh, curious. That's my, my, she, my, she's my friend, TJ. Oh, okay. Photographer, author, teacher. Uh-huh. She's a very compelling story, and she's... Oh, yeah? And she's... I think she'd be better in studio, though. I, honestly, I think she would be way better in studio. Oh, so you're... you're at first, you said in studio, but I what you meant was on the phone. I would love to have her in studio. She'd be a, a phone lot interview. better in studio. Because... Where are you out there? TJ, are you out there? <laughs> I'm going to put her on blast. I'm going to say no show. No show for the girl on the show. What's up? Up, up, up. That's all right. I didn't set it up right. So anyway, then we're going to share that out. 
Shout it out. Why? I don't know why I can't get any of the. Whoa, 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 technical error. That's not technical. Uh-huh. I'm allowed I'm I'm one of those. What's up, Michelle? We already said hi to her. She's the, one of the faithful, always here. Michael Klein, thanks for stopping in and joining the watch party. All right. If you want to get a call-in question, you want to raise, and raise the roof with us here on a hump day, Wednesday, <laughs> Pallone and Chubby Day. It's official. We are the reigning supreme leaders of the airwaves in our podcast. Whoa. That's a big title. It sounded spendy, too. Yeah. But you can join in on the fun, 760-565-5713, 760-565-3713. See, I switched it up right there. I'm putting that on and tag that on the uh, watch party, and you are welcome to call in. Operators are standing by, 760-565-3713. Are we sure that's the number that works? That's the number that works. All right. We get SMS messages. We can actually get you on the air. Down there. So what's going on at the uh, the the casa de de guy? El casito de guy. Casito de guy is um, definitely. I don't know. We're still in the middle of a. I, I don't know what to call it. I, I really don't. It's just it's like one of those standbys. Arturo Garcia, what's up, cousin? What are we talking about? Work, home? Home. You said a casita de guy. Okay. Casita de guy is um is on edge. On edge? Yeah, on edge. We uh What now? What 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 is it not now? It's always something. I think she likes to live on that live on that precarious edge of the of the of the knife or something. Somebody's gonna get shanked. Someone's get stuck. So what did you do now? Um, I, I don't know. Just uh, too many shows. I'm always going, always out. I don't know. Just she, you know, hey, she's she's the homebody. She doesn't want to go to the show. That's not what she wants to do. But at the same time, she don't want to get in my way and stop me. So she's feeling other than calling and telling places not to do the oh, show. Yeah. Besides that, that's well, always we'll just ignore that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my way or the highway. Wow. Life is a highway. I'm going in my way all night long. Other than that, just uh, rocking, doing what I'm doing, loving my work. I got another chapter done in my book. And actually, I'm trying to do both books and release them at the same time. So that's been kind of crazy. Because um, so, they, they don't have anything to do. They're not, they're not connected. They're not related. What, 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 what is the, um, what are they about? Well, the first book is called uh, Exit Strategy. It's the seven essential steps to leaving the corporate world, but doing it on a high note. I thought you were writing an autobiography on how to get the hell out of your house. house. How to get out of my house. (laughs) Surviving, (laughs) diving. What's up, Lauren? You were going to write it and then read it to yourself. What's up, Miss Jernigan? And you Thanks can, for joining uh, my watch party. Uh, Hang around for a little bit. 760-565-3713. That there's pretty we are funny. On the air with Pallone and Chubby. That is pretty funny right there. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that we got to do. We got to do. So how about you, man? What's going on with you? Yeah, same old thing, man. Just uh, doing the work thing and you know, it's going all right, but somebody's always got something to bitch and moan about, complain about, whatever. You know, it, it's the way it is. 
and um, so I work it. Work is work. It is what it is. It's never going to be perfect, but uh, you try and just deal with it. Of course, that's, then, what, that's uh, what they pay you for. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's a job. If it was fun, it probably wouldn't be a job, right? You'd have to call it something else, like fun. So, uh, but I'm still doing good. Still, you know, having relatively good success. I guess if people are talking shit, then you're having success. Success, yeah. Right. There's always the the haterade flowing <laughs> from the coolers. Kool Aid. Yeah, haterade is alive and well. I love it. I love it. So uh, we were kind of talking about our uh, our trek to Hollywood, which I'll tell you what, man. I think so, the more I get into this, the more discouraging it is. <laughs> yeah. I can feel that, you know. It does seem, it seems not real anymore. Like the whole initial idea was like you, you were even saying, it seems like you're having so much fun. Like when we auditioned for the show, yeah, you're like, yeah, you seem like you're having fun. Well, I was faking most of that, but yeah, you know, at least it was halfway real. And uh, now after talking to the producer on the show. Uh, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like you know, it's all for TV. We really don't give a shit what you think or how you feel. Uh, this is for TV, so just if it's not good for TV, then just make the shit up. You know, of course, yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, Hollywood is what it is, and um, it you mean it's not me, real? Hollywood is not real. I mean, there's real life stories that come out of Hollywood, and. But you don't see all that after the cameras start rolling and it's all recorded. I think that shit's just what makes the tabloids. That's the stuff that makes the tabloids. But those are the best stories in Hollywood. Yeah. The rest are just make-believe. Like, you don't really believe that Michael Keaton was ever Batman. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) You know? Look at... Like Jerry. Here's a terrible one. Christopher uh, Reeves. Yeah? Yeah, if he was Superman, he would have flew off that horse instead of fucking... Nose diving, right? Yeah, that's, that's horrible. That's just that's true. This is true. You so. know, remember remember that commercial when he came out walking, and they digitized him walking. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, that's okay. That's I make a joke about it, and it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> so rude, so Not cruel. cruel. Yeah, but they do a commercial with him walking. And it's like hanging. it's like doing those videos after Michael Jackson died ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to put a fake video or, or image of him dancing on stage? That's a little weird. Just a little bit. Didn't right. they do that with uh, Tupac? Yeah, they did that Tupac uh, hologram, Tup- right. and he, he did a whole concert. Right, it's like that's what? crazy. And people paid to see that. Mom, mom's got bills to pay. My name. Keep your head up. <laughs> Keep, Keep your head, head up. up. Keep filling my mom's purse. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know, so we do what we do each week here, right here on the Polona Chubby Show. I, I'm glad to be back. I mean, it's just I. What's going on, people? What's we, going on? What's we, on? We had a little hiatus. Two weeks. Yeah. That was not bad. So I was listening to radio this morning. And it was pretty funny. I don't know all the names of the people involved, but the whole university scandal. I thought it was pretty funny because I guess they're going to court. The parents are going to court on all the charges right now. Uh-huh. 
and the daughter, the one that was caught on video saying that, yeah, I didn't really give a shit about school. I just wanted to go party and go to football games and shit, you know, so I really don't care about school, was reported uh, calling USC saying that being that I haven't been kicked out of school officially, can I still enroll in classes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She wants that. She wants that makeup. Can I, can I please? I don't want to miss homecoming. <laughs> There's no homecoming in college. There is. There's homecoming in yes, college? Yes, they still have homecoming in college. That's some stupid stuff. Yeah, my uh, my friend, longtime family friend, uh, his daughter, she graduated over the weekend. Oh, nice! And we went to go her went go to her her to commencement, commencement ceremony, and what? it was amazing. Yeah. That was like a couple thousand. Wow. Man, they yeah. got through it pretty quick. They got commencement means the commencement. They moving to the next level. Life. You're moving and you're commencing to the next level oh, in your life. Oh, I, I never, you know, you hear words like that and you're like. But there's something amazing about that Pomp and Circumstance song. That is um, a great song. Well, no, it's Pomp and Circumstance. That's all it's used for is graduations and and ceremonial. What else is the wedding song used for? You know what? The wedding song is specifically for weddings. But, you know, it's just one of those songs that just... It's revered, and you, you kind of want to pay attention when it's up and it's playing. And but they had so many students going through different age ranges, different races, and as they marched in, representing their different uh, their developments and their classes. That song, you could tell where the where the loop was in, but it was like. So, if you really like it, there's this. I'm gonna put a link to it. There's a YouTube YouTube video, and you can find any song looped for like ten hours or so. But would you want to listen to the Pomp and Circumstance song for ten hours? I know there's a lot of songs. I, uh, there's a there's a there's a ten hour um, "Don't Worry, Be Happy" song, um, but yeah, someone sits there and they uh, put together all these um, long um, song mixes, and it's the same song for ten hours. Uh, I I could do the pomp and circumstance for ten hours. I'd be looking around and see if yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a, there's a YouTube channel where they got a lot of songs. That they do them for 10 hours. Can you imagine 10 hours of Don't Worry, Be Happy? Don't worry. Yeah. I went to a men's, I went to a men's retreat on the weekend of empowerment, uh-huh. and all they played was Don't Worry, Be Happy. Is, and that, all is the, that also known as the Gay Pride Parade? It was not the Gay Pride Parade. <laughs> that was don't, that's, that's like, don't hurry. The, the only retreats I know that are all men are, uh, uh, the gay pride parades where the uh, neo Nazis show up and it's retreat, <laughs> retreat, retreat, <laughs> and they all go tweet, running. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Yeah, no, it was it was a really nice, good business building, big you know, type of uh, event where we all got to. Was business? We, yeah, it was business, and we networked and um, business, business. Um, a lot of different ethnicities were being represented. 
And you could tell where the Jewish impulse and influence was at. Oh, um, no shit. The organizers and the money and the hotel and all the stuff that got right. paid for. They actually had working sound lights and cameras and everything like that. Imagine that. My peoples were definitely in effect and present, though. Some big, some, big, some big money, some big business, and some guys that, you know, motivated me to want to write my books and, you know, step forward and be, be right. more, be more uh, present. A lot of your peoples were also at the uh, Game 4 sweep of... Uh, the Golden State Warriors, Warriors sweeping. sweeping. Who was it? I can't even remember now. Jesus Christ. They were that insignificant. Trailblazers? Trailblazers. God. I don't know just how, how many years can you fail and still be considered great. Because they haven't done anything. You know, and everybody kept on saying, like, especially on TNT or ESPN, like, oh, tonight the Warriors are going to get blown out by 20 because KD's not there. Right. All that, you know, but. Yeah, I know. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say it. What's crazy is they're playing a different style of basketball when KD's there. Yeah. Then from, from what they want. People seem to forget that they were winning championships when KD wasn't there. He right? came over and make them better. Right? Right? In that style. But he, I don't know if you remember the strife that was, that happened halfway, three quarters of the way through the season where him and Draymond were getting into it. Now, I want you to see True. something. He's not in the picture, and guess who is their best player right now? Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, Curry controls the team and runs the flow, and it does all that. Okay? But who is the most effective, best player on the court right now? Draymond. Draymond. Okay. So, when we're talking about total package, so why is it that they're playing a completely different game when KD shows up? And is it a better game, or is it more Harden-like? <laughs> Where it's isolation. isolation. Sure, that one player goes off, but does it detract from the other players. So are you really getting more because he's on the court or are you getting less from the majority? Sure, he shines, but how do the rest do? Is he taking them out of their game? Can they play and be just as effective as a whole without him? Nope. Yeah, no, they, they can't be. My answer is yes. I, and nobody believes that. You know, you hear them talk on the radio, you hear them talk on ESPN, all that, and nobody believes that they can actually be better without an all-star, an MVP, and all that. But not everybody fits into every scheme. And I don't know that the flow after this long is still where it should be and could be. Meaning, the, you know, the, the, the cohesiveness, the gelling, and everybody clicking, you know, at their highest. So what I think you're getting is KD at his highest, but then you're getting 50% of everybody else. Which, in, in, if, if you're a math, uh, a math person, which is commonly yeah. known as a mathematician. Uh, and, I, and I'm not. Or I think you'll, you'll say that, 100% or even more of KD 
and 50% of everybody else equals less performance out of a team. So, I mean, it might be a stretch, whatever, but I think I'm really buying into uh, it's okay if he leaves next year. Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. That'd be cool. I think, I think I'm okay with it. I think the Warriors will be okay with it. Uh, they will carry on. They won before him. It, you know what I think it has to happen is that he misses the finals, the Warriors win, and the decision's made. I could see that. I could honestly. Because I don't believe, I th- I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Bucks are probably going to win the series, even though it's tied 2-2. So I don't think it matters who wins, the Bucks or the, whoever the Toronto. But uh, I think the Warriors can beat either one of them without Durant. And that's not just because I like the team. I'm just looking at matchup, you know, if you have good defense, you can uh, you can really uh, neutralize a couple of the players. And uh, they've already proven that they're either going to perform at a super high level Speaking of Leonard, you know, a couple of the other guys, are either going to perform at a high level or they're just going to disappear. So, with that said, I'm thinking that if Durant wants to go somewhere else, I think the Warriors should have It'll be all right. I think it'll be quite all right. And I think they can pick up a couple of really good players Uh for the amount of money that they would have to pay him. But what I, what I don't what I didn't care for was when all this was going on and kind of Katie took over the team, everybody acted like he was the one running the show. And I think that's where they started having uh their issues when he started acting like he was running the show. Now that Steph has taken back over the reins, I think everybody's seen uh, what is very possible. But we'll see you next week, huh? Stay tuned. They're (laughs) saying that uh, uh, Katie's injury is actually uh, worse than they had originally uh, thought. Oh, no. So there's a good possibility, at least for game one, that he doesn't play, and they see what happens. But I think... uh, on his end, to if he can go, kind of to save face and prove his worth, so his stock doesn't plummet before he goes out and tests the free agency market. I think he's going to go out there and play no matter what, because that that would be the most damaging thing for his value is not getting out there and playing these finals and the Warriors win without him. Then where's his value? I think it diminishes. It definitely would diminish it. So it would be in his best interest to get out there and brave it out if he can. But I don't think I need him. I really don't. What do you know? Oh. Got some eyeballs on that one right there. Which one? On you. What? I don't know. I can't see who it is, though. Eyeballs? Yeah. What does that mean? 
Yes, number of people watching, but you know, show themselves. Oh, that's cool. Welcome to the welcome. I welcome. think there's a couple zeros missing. Well, you need. <laughs> we need some more eyeballs. But. Yes, I never knew we had that. We had that. So what do uh, all of you want to talk about? What's going on, people? We're What's okay going on? What's the about? hot stuff? We got plenty of stuff to talk about. We got plenty. So what we need help with is coming up with answers. Let, let's let's uh, let's let's do that exercise, guy. So I was told that we need to figure out what we would do if we won the fifteen thousand. <sighs> and. It needs to be a little more heartfelt. More heartfelt. Sensitive. Um, because they didn't like our whole The Collectors. Because they didn't think people would like us. So now that he found out that we're actually the opposite, <laughs> and we're the debt relievers, that we help people get out of debt. Right. He's like, oh, that's warm and fuzzy. That's, that's nice. Got what the elements that they need. So I said, do you want to tie, tie it all together? If we won... We'd pay off each other's debts. He didn't like it. No, nope. he wants to. He said you're basically artistic. paying off yourself. He wants to be a little bit more artistic. Well, not if you word it right. <laughs> what do you want to hear? That we're going to donate it to all the homeless? I mean, what? What? Huh? Realistically, what do you? What do you want to hear? You know what? So let's hear from people. What? What would if we won fifteen thousand dollars on the game show? What should we? What's as a good a team, reason as a team? What should we do with the what money? What should we do with the money? As a group, not individually. It has to be as a group. What would we do with the money? That's what they're asking us. We need some ideas uh, to present to the producers. I think, you know, we build a floating plastic village, uh, uh, save the environment. We're the collectors. Well, <laughs> since he didn't want to hear about our podcast, don't he didn't want to hear about anything. Comedy, he don't right. want to hear about that. I, I said, well, I guess the idea of a tour bus and equipment for the podcast is out the window. Out the window. You know. I mean, what if we threw a karaoke party for all our friends? A international, state-to-state, -state national karaoke No, we party. just had a big blowout, big karaoke party for everybody at work. And barbecue. And tacos. Hell I yeah. I, I love some tacos. I like tacos. We could throw it on a Tuesday. <laughs> and you we remember that commercial? I, 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 could, I like tacos. You remember that commercial? Everybody's talking in the office about whatever. And then the one dude that thought he was being excluded because he didn't have the proper coverage to get the text message. Right. Right? He yes. actually he got it, but he got it late. And then he felt stupid. Yes. But it was a typical, oh, you don't want to invite the neighbor. Right? And so uh, he comes up, well... I like tacos. <laughs> Stupid. Huh? That's one of those things. I remember that commercial. Those things that stick with you. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, also, the one that we do at work on the phone when we get a rude customer. Oh, yeah. Hi. I, Bye. <laughs> okay. So, we put we were put to task today about how we answer the phone. Uh-huh. Um, and to let the customer know that you're listening to them is to repeat them back their, their problem uh -huh. I, and have some empathy and be like, I, I understand you're having a problem and you're, let me get this straight. You're, you're trying to, uh, 
make your son your executor, but he's under 30. What do you guys saw on the uh, estate do-it-yourself kit? We have the Susie Orman. <laughs> we have the Susie Orman do-it-yourself kit. Ah. And, and I'll constantly get uh, elderly people who have never uh. touched a computer, and they'll say... Uh, I don't know. I don't they'll know. say... I, 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 you have to be patient with me. I'm like, no, no, no. Actually, I don't. You need to catch up with the fucking curve. No, I mean, it's like, I'm not, you, I didn't grow up with computers. I'm like, man, computers have been around for 40 years. Where have you been? Yeah. Maybe you just need to die. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I've never seen so many people so concerned with, happen, with, with what happens to their loot when they're gone. I mean, if. When you're gone, who gives a fuck? You're gone. I, I don't want them fighting over it. I don't. You know what? You you do your best planning. Right. They still may wind up going right. toe to toe for it, and they're going to cut you out. You, uh, I've I've heard of people. Okay, well he's going to be okay. He I want to omit him from my will. I'm like okay, okay. It, the program lets you do that. I you know, but it's not like they're trying to convince themselves that's the right thing to do. I was like, you know what? Outside of you going get it, getting it notarized. And official, all your little decisions don't matter. This guy was hemming and hawing this about the, uh, we actually have an advanced directive, a health proxy. And um, number seven has an and or clause, so or, or, or one or not. So to prolong life or not to prolong life. That is a question. And then number eight was... Uh, <laughs> number eight is um, and no matter how much pain or suffering he's in um, to put him at his most comfort at ease his comfort pain and comfort you know you know my worry would be doing your job what what's your worry my worry would be that at some point I would bust out with are you fucking serious <laughs> well no when they're doing such when they're thinking so much into it I mean it's simple it it I get I get stuck in a loop and I know exactly where they're at when they're saying I got right here and I can't get farther because it, it just won't it, it just says return to beneficiaries or add a beneficiary and I've already added them I was like um <sighs> oh my god I'd be like sir god. do you have one of those clickers <laughs> do you have a switch on do, the on the front of the computer? Do you have one of them push? clickers where if you're falling, you're falling, you I'm can't falling, get up. And I can't get up. And no, and, and, and I mean, time and time again, you know what? I'm actually, oh I God. would, I would love for you to use the product. I will record your session of watching you. I'll put a camera on you, and then a camera on your screen to see if you can figure that shit out. I want to do that. I want somebody. If anybody's local, I will pay you. To do a study, cause it can't be that tough. It really can't be that. Hey, tough. I'm I'm actually pretty bad at that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I think you would probably. So it might work. And I'm almost in the at the age where it starts to uh, matter at 50, right? Yeah. Well, you know, it, I mean, I, at 45. Well, if you've been run hard, if put away wet, <laughs> and you ain't got but two nickels to rub together. Hey, sometimes I feel like I'm on borrowed time. You know what I mean? But when you start considering be. what it's important and you're okay, well I don't want I don't I don't want a trust. I don't I don't I don't have anything. Well, do you have a insurance does it count policy? If, does it count if all you have is debt? Actually I wanna leave that motherfucker I'm gonna leave my debt. That, <laughs> I'm gonna will my debt to you. And see a lot of people don't understand that. They don't they don't I had a, a lady who was trying to protect her um 
her her pen, her pension and her um her dis her her, uh, her Medicare. Her husband died. She doesn't know what to do now. She goes, "Well, I understand. I have the death certificate, and that they can't come after my pension, and they can't come after this." Oh shit, we lost one. Damn oh. it. And it's just too bad. But yeah, no, it's just people don't have these things. They don't just start thinking about it. But when their friends start dropping dead, oh, it's important again. I bought this system back 12 years ago, and I'm ashamed to tell you, I put it in. The sh- I was like, we wouldn't be talking right now if you had taken action. So now it's important. Let's take some action. Let's stop with the storytelling and stop with going back in history and what, what kept you from doing it then. Let's do it now. And it's just not... I want to call in. I want to know the motivation. Yeah, I want to. I want to call into your job one day and be like, "Guy, I got this nephew, and I need to buy that package that is the real fuck you goodbye package because this son of a bitch. I I want to wheel him. Yes. all my motherfucking debt. I would love that call. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I would love that call because I mean the ones I get they're doozies, and I'm 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 just challenged not to say something, or say something audible that they can hear me say. Because oftentimes I'd be like, just Oops. okay. But if you're at a point where it says return the beneficiaries uh-huh. or add a beneficiary, right? Logically, what do you want to do? Well, I already added them. I was like, no, right here it's asking for two things: either return or add one. Well, so what do I do? I was like, do you want to return or add one? Already did. Okay, sir, please understand. What does return mean? Like, what does return? It for a, a no, new return. One? So it's, it tells you broken? to go back. Oh. <laughs> it goes back to the list of mm. beneficiaries. But in order for you to get this past this section, add at least one. Well, I don't know who that's going to be. I was like, well, you said you got three kids. Well, I don't know who's going to be the executor. And I don't know. I was like, man, add at least one so you can get through this session. What's Brad talking about? Brad, I can't see what Brad's saying. He said, uh, I like how you almost pronounce his name Caddy. Caddy. What's that mean? <laughs> I'm a little slow. I don't know. I, I didn't know. see it. He's, he's talking to you personally. Oh. There it is. Dave Medina, what's up? I like how you almost pronounce it. What's that mean? Caddy. You know, Katie? I don't know. Brad Hutchinson. Maybe you can expound on that. Who that? Brad Hutchinson. So what's going on, David? What do you want to talk about? Give us a topic, throw it out there, whatever. This is Wednesday night, this Plum and Chubby Show. Thanks for tuning in. We're here every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, just talking about whatever kind of catches our fancy or yours. I lost my Oracle card today. So, oh. Your witchcraft? Oh, no, I got oh, That's right, I got it. tarot card. And it, it turned out to be uh, surrender to success. You are ready to experience abundance. Don't look back at previous roadblocks or difficulties. Leap into an exciting new world of possibilities. I think the, the other meaning of that surrender to success, success means uh, that you need to make way for people that are better than you at shit. <laughs> <laughs> make so way, step make, aside. Make way for people that are successful. Step aside, unlike you. sir. Step aside. Is that, is that what they're getting at? Watch in awe. It doesn't mean try harder, just give up. Surrender. Is that what they mean? Yeah. All right. Chatty Caddy. I don't or know. Do they I, mean, I really don't understand what Brad, Brad, Brad Hutchinson is. He, he threw me in a loop for that right there. 
does it does it mean that there's success in you? You just have to surrender. You just got to surrender. Surrender to it. Not I allow mean, it to happen. I I I think we all have the will and a way. We just don't. I think that's one of those three percenter cards. It only applies to three percent of the people. No, I, I think I mean the majority of. Uh, it's depending on how you how you read it. I mean, everything meant to be something. You could take a clippings from the horoscope, mix them all up, take away the the right. Virgo or whatever, and you just have the, the, the put stain. them on anyone and, and put them on someone. And people are like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. T- tomorrow, oh is my god, your that's day. so you. Yeah, it's so you. So you. Yeah, well, I think we 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 did do that in a social studies class, and everybody was. You know, one girl who was a, uh, she was pretty much in touch with her psyche or whatever. She goes, no, that's not right. That, no. And so she, like, 12 for 12, got them all right. Or was it, how many signs? Yeah, 12 for 12. <laughs> how many signs are there? 12. That's pretty good. I don't even know that. Uh, so she got them um, all well, dialed in. I guess there's 12 months. Well, there's signs. There's Leo, Cancer, Virgo. Does it go by Taurus. the months? No. Well, there's sort of they they overlap, they overlap. Months, like us. But January to December to January is they go a month. Capricorn. They're thir- up until they're thirty day spreads. Day. No. 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 I think there's nine, eleven signs, nine signs, seven signs. Hmm. What are the? You got the computer. Is there an astronomer out there? Is there an astrology major out there? <laughs> well, astrology. <who's> <laughs> Astronomer, I, well, I like our, our our weathermen who keep getting this rain stuff. Our meteorologists, how reading meteors is going to tell me if I'm going to get wet tomorrow. So, meteors control the weather. Uh, well, since the Earth is flat, yeah, yeah, sure. Meteors. The world is flat now. It's always been. So I take a couple of weeks off and. The world's, the world's Jamie, flat. Jamie Philpott, what's going on? The world is flat. Where are the eyes? We have I, no eyes. No eyes. But yet we have right here. Comments and... So does that mean there's nobody hiding and watching? Nobody's touching. Oh. Can I touch you now? I touch myself. Whenever <laughs> you need me. No, you can seriously light up the phone. If you want to get part of the conversation, make us give some thought-provoking input. Why do meteorologists tell us about the weather? How, yeah. Why does David would know shit Why like does that. KUSI San Diego always show other cities stuff? Whatever happened on? to John? I, we want to know. He passed away. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. You saw? I see, saw. KUSI. Because um, he did more than just that little thing. Oh, did that, he? Yeah, he actually started the Weather Channel. What? Yeah, he basically invented the Weather Channel. Shut the front door. Nope. That's He's a chunk it. of information. That's a bit buttload of it. I'm oh. still just trying to figure out How do I what's live life? a meteor- meteorologist got to do with telling us the weather. How do I live life in the dark? That's a lot uh, of shit I don't know. Hang out at a couple of trivia dens and you'll learn a lot more. Is that what they call them? Oh. They're not trivia rooms, they're dens? Dits? Well, I mean... You walk into it, you're surrounded by ogres and pathologists and people that know a lot of stuff. For no particular reason. For no particular reason. What's the excitement? What's the edge? I have my wisdom. I have my drawn from explain, experience. Yes, but Thus you, explains Jeopardy? Jeopardy is a different monster. 
you can study for that. But got, now this guy that's been winning and he's won more than the original Ken. Was he, a, was he a prodigy at three, started watching? Not really. Oh. No, he just knows the game. Oh. He knows the flow. It's like some big algorithm. He oh. knows the, the, the game, the flow, and he's made a whole Plus lot of Plus his roommate's money. the one that writes the questions? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no. no. Remember that all the... There, was, there were several game shows where there was, there was fixes and people in the audience were helping them, on, like on Millionaire. And UK Millionaire had it three times in their their history, and people had to give the money back, or really? they were exposed and yeah, publicly humiliated for cheating on live TV and a show. Yeah, and in Europe, they don't have a problem doing that. They well, they can do it easily. They'll tar and feather the motherfucker. <laughs> they they'll execute you in public, and yeah, they got no rules. They'll make there, your, huh? they'll make you fix your teeth or something. Like what you, the you fuck? Get off the island. That's a strange place, man. It is. For but being so, so proper, they're yeah, not. Yeah, they're so proper, but they will just tear you down. They're not. Oh, know? my God. Especially if you're from, like, Palm or something. Where? It's they, They're slang for upstate or up, out, whatever. Your you're Palm. You speak Palm. Oh. Hmm. Not proper. Just slang. I'll tell you what. I feel inadequate today. I'm sorry, man. There's all this information that I have no idea about. Well, you How know I what? lived the last how many years. And here's a here's a here's a here's a here's a sad not privy. Here's a sad observation though. I could be making that stuff up. And I wouldn't even know it. And you would not know it. And you know, because That's I tell worse. it I tell it so like so much with so much confidence. With confidence and and, and, uh, and drive and, and yeah. So what's the thinks, word? There's a word for it. The word's not veracity. No. I used to, I was, I, okay, so I got picked again to tell the jokes of the day at right. work. You got to pick some clean, okay. safe jokes, wow. and you got to make them funny. Mm-hmm. So I piled a couple of dad jokes, and I got a couple of good jokes, uh-huh. and they were like little head scratchers. And I was like, and my thing is, because Letty calls me chubby, and um, the San Diego Wild Animal Park. The rhinoceros, they say that the rhinoceros is the uh, is the chubby unicorn. And they have this really big line of shirts and the silhouette of a rhinoceros and says, save the chubby rhino, or save the chubby unicorn. Huh. I was stopped because of my shirt. This couple was like, this lady was like, I love your shirt. And I looked at her and I said, oh, shit, I'm wearing, the, I'm wearing the chubby shirt. I'm wearing the chubby shirt. And then I went on to tell how the unicorn is the most mythical creature and a rhinoceros is a chubby unicorn. Huh. And I said, the unicorn, the chubby unicorn has a very mystical power. He is actually able, I mean, come on, have you ever seen a chubby unicorn? I have a few nights. Have you seen a chubby unicorn hide in a, hide in a tree? And people are like, no, because they're good at it. I can't tell That's a kid's joke, but I took right. that to the level of, you ever seen an elephant hide in a tree? No, because they're good at it. But I tied the three jokes together, and they were like, man, you had us. And I, I stood up to make the presentation better, and they loved it. I'm a performer, man. I'm a natural performer. Take, uh, a, take an unfunny remember joke Remember the or Burning Mac? joke. Oh. Performing. A performing. In the new. Bucket but naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> that fool, man. He would show up in some crazy oh spots God. and would steal the scene. Oh, remember yeah. remember Transforma- uh, Transformers? 
Hey, hey, come on over here, get this from. Hey, we're practically, we're practically, we're practically Ken. I'm like your uncle. Hey, 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 let me get this car here. And he's like trying to rub out the dent and everything. And hey, get your man, he get your crazy ass cousin out there. I'm so. And then he goes, see over there, that's my mama right there. I'll bust you in the head with a brick, bitch. You know, so just. Uh, so I never got too much into the transformer. The first one was the best one. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's all you needed. But I'll tell you what, that dude, man. He he showed up as uh, Bosley in the freaking Charlie's Angels yeah. second movie. His stand up was crazy. And his stand up was crazy. Uh, Keys uh, of comedy. Did you ever watch his story? You ever watch the Bernie Mac story? I don't know if I did or not. You need to see that one. But that I was, did see him at the Oakland Coliseum. Because I mean, you would see him in his most rawest form, right? Before Kings of Comedy. What's up, Brett? When he was playing the Black Rooms, the Blacker right. than Black Rooms, the Chitlin Circuit. Damn, they call it that? Yeah. And I get yeah. I get in trouble for saying my neighbor. Yeah. And they call it the Chitlin Room. Yeah, they have the... the that That was underground of the underground. So I told you what happened at the uh, the the show in Oakland, the Kings of Comedy. Yeah. D.L. Hughley, uh, Cedric. Yep. So Steve Harvey's hosting it. They booed him off the stage, I've man. Seen, I've seen some of those greats get booed. I mean, actually, I've booed, seen... It, it booed off the stage. They stopped... Okay, Here's a little known fact. They stopped the Cedric Entertainer thing because a raucous bunch of people weren't filling the for the recording. So they stopped the recording for about an hour. Yeah. To get that. Well, where clean. are they trying to film it? Well, they did it in that, that one theater, his second series. The second in one? His second? No. no. Cedric did his in, in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, there you go. In that theater, they had to stop the recording well, for no about kidding. an hour. They were going to shut it down, but they, they already had their money invested. Netflix was going to give them that deal. Got to do your second one, said. We got to get that second one in. They stopped the. Re- that's why you could, if you watch it, right. you can see, you could clearly see like the time like lapse loop. People were spent. That studio audience was spent. So Steve Harvey was trying to do his stuff. Uh huh. And then eventually they just told him, you know what? Just it's not working. Get off the stage, man, because <laughs> it's getting hostile. DL, DL has some off nights, too. Oh, he, he, he has. A, but I'll tell you what, Bernie Mac went up there, and, uh, oh, my gosh, man. He talks about the, uh, the, uh, his nephew and niece uh-huh. talking about him. <laughs> him downstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. I never laughed so hard, man, that fool. And you know what? But at the same time that Bernie was developing... Them and his 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 nephew his niece and nephew. Robin Harris had already done Bebe's kids, right? And still, those things didn't even really like that wasn't like joke stealing or premises or anything like that. Some badass well, kids, Bebe's well, kids. Well, what about Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy didn't have kids that he bragged up. Um, what he talked about. Uh, uh, the tell goonie, me one. Tell the, me one. Tell no, me one. The uh, Goonie Goo Goos. Well, that was that was that was his his uncle who married an African woman. Right. And well, no, Umfufu. Remember the he, kids, the Umfufu. No, no, no but the kids. Was, he talked about. No, he no talked about the kids where they put their head in the water and come out with the fish. Oh my God! So when we have kids <laughs> with Umfufu, they're gonna be 
little little <laughs> Bigfoot motherfuckers, and he would like right. slam their face in out and come over the face like Goony Goo. But no, not not like Baby's kids, or right. not like um him downstairs where the kids were punking him for being a pussy ass uncle. Right. Pussy ass, motherfucking boot. Oh, <laughs> she looked me up and down. Right. I was like, I'm ready to go knuckles on right. this little girl. You know. So yeah, no, well, there's dude. A lot of them didn't have original shit. You know. Like, I don't know that Red Fox even had any of his own original material. No, he had some It was just jokes, jokes that on. he heard and he took throughout and he the years them. and then twisted them and made them, like, his. Yeah, another great uh, Flip Wilson. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but those were all, those were all, like, like just... But they're joke jokes. Joke jokes, yeah. Right. Just reincarnated joke jokes, which, I mean, as far as the comedy scene goes, that it's not okay. But... If you can build a whole persona character right. or a set of imagery with that and the storytelling, and right. it's hilarious. Small world! We, baby's kid, a little baby, three years old, still yeah. wearing a diaper, and dragging out every time he's taking a dump. You right. add characterization and pumper it on his so Talking about what greats do. I, um, you, you heard uh, the one Red Fox joke that I like, my favorite Red Fox joke. Which one? The uh, the the, the, the Petscott. Yeah, Petscott. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. I, it's a quick one. I mean, it's like a, a, Asian girl always behind him, and he was in the bathtub, and, and and she's like, "Fox, when are you gonna give me a ring? When are you gonna give me a ring?" He goes, "Well, when I get out of this tub, you can have a ring." Fuck! Wait a minute. Zoom. I, I, wow. Hey. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. No. Uh... Yeah, that was one of my favorite jokes that he did. There's a bunch of them, but I can't ever remember them. Yeah, he would just lay them down like boom, boom, boom. Those are his jokes. I remember his very... Um, where was he at? I think I want to say it was... Uh, God, it was in Vegas. It was like HBO comedy. They were doing it from a little RV thing, man. Yeah. And they would go and do those things. And he'd sit there and he'd chain smoked and told his jokes and told white women... That, Suck his, you know, and just right. boom, just boom, 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 and smoke so many damn cigarettes. But he did a whole special and a beat up old little casino and made it on HBO, made HBO live. And he'd have to be in a beat up old casino, right? Hey, otherwise, days. it'd be like because Sammy, Sammy and Dean had the strip, right? Sammy and Dean had the strip with that. And that, you don't want to be in that anyway. That was that playwright stuff, though. I'll, I'll tell you what, they had uh. Right now, you have uh, trying to do along the same lines, and I don't know if they intended to do it, you know, like Sammy and D. Martin, and, but David Tell and Jeff Ross. That bump in Mike's thing is pretty hilarious. Right. Well, because you got two fucking funny comics. They are hilarious. But here's my my take on Jeff Ross. Like David Tell is is, is good, but he's he's so dark and so like uh, calculated that it almost becomes a little on the dry side. So Jeff Ross will add in that little bit of color that he needs. But Jeff Ross has a hard time... Keeping up with him. But carrying a set of his own. Like, he can do roasts and all that stuff, uh-huh. but listen to Jeff Ross do his own set by himself, like a full... Like, like you. when's the last time you saw a Jeff Ross hour special? Nope. Not going to happen. No. Right. But together, the two complement each other. Oh, yeah. Where they can pull off an hour. I mean, you know, you know what, what, what blows my mind and people are going to go see them. They're almost sold out as those impractical jokers. 
Yeah, I don't know. How is that a concert? Sal and but how are they doing that? It's funny because they're out on the street, yeah, fucking with people that don't know what's going on. But how is that a concert? When you going to be? How you going to go to the sports arena to watch them do? You're going to do stand up. I mean, that's not even in your. It's like going and watching actors do stand up or telling jokes about the you know the crazy things that they were able to pull off, reciting lines from movies and shit. That's what David Allen Greer did. Oh my god! That's... All he did is reenact shit from the shows. But I'm like, he was good at that. But it's not stand-up. Tommy Davidson. It's Tommy Davidson. Here. That's that's Tom, a different. Tommy Davidson's a whole different ballgame. That dude can actually do stand up. Yeah, he's ridiculous with it. But but to hear these other guys just go out there and recite lines from the movies, you know, I mean, it's just not the same. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not standard. It's it's weird how comedy has molded into this thing that maybe it's performing art. So some people are curious, what is he going to do this time? Cat Williams can kill, and you're like, did he need to go and do something big to sell that show, or did he have to go get beat up by a kid to sell some tickets to get up on the show? Did he have to go talk to some girl and you know be running from some dude pulling a gun on him before his next big show? So it's like it's all numbers yeah. and advertising and you know it's unfortunate you can't just go up there and and do your stuff and be judged on that. Yeah, no. but you got to do some ridiculous to get it to to publicize it so that people will watch. What's up, Alan Perry? Thanks you for know? that thumbs up, man. Good Lord. We hey, don't even get that much. Oh, yeah, there you go. Get AP, what's up, up, dog? <laughs> but that's that's a lot of the thing, you know, like, like you know, people think that a lot of that shit's real, and it's not. You know, it's all, it's all uh, fabricated, and people act like, oh, this person became famous. No, they just, they strategically... Uh, Leaked out a sex tape, and all of a sudden now they're fucking big news. I'm still trying to figure Kevin Hart out. I, I can't. I just can't. I don't know why. But, but you know what, man? Uh, did you have you honestly sat down without prejudging and watch his special? His first one? The no, the latest one. No, the new. Just. I can't, hey, I, I'll I, tell you what, man. It's too late. I can't. I know. I'm already sitting there with judgment. But I, if you can sit down and just watch it. I remember one of those comedy competitions. I can't remember if it was uh, the Wayans Brothers one or something, but there was a young lady. She was actually a lesbian. She looked like she was cute, but she was the butch. You could just tell clear off. Right. But she created on the spot because they had different challenges. They challenged them to do a skit. They challenged them to do a YouTube presentation, and they challenged them to do stand-up. And so then they had to take their... Their, their three package deal and try to put their best one forward for like the final round. And she was amazing. She was, I ever, but they kept up comparing her to Kevin Hart. And I was like, no, because she's bringing to the table a whole nother something. Real quick, did you see any of that news release that they had? They're adding to the endangered species list. What's that? Uh, straight women. Ooh, straight women, but um, bumps. Is that really a list? Is there like really a list that they're actually? Uh, how about how about? Well, women are actually right now, right now, not just millennial women, but women are actually cutting back on sex because this whole empowerment, me too, the big movement, the push, the takeover, the control—I don't know what it is—but people are absolutely in love with this whole abstinence movement. Um, 
I don't know, the, the morals have changed, the shift in our focus or something, and people are starting to work on themselves again. And abstinence as a movement for empowerment and betterment or what have you, I want to know what's up. You know, people are abstaining for stuff. I got married, so I know the sex had to go drought city real quick. Yeah, we got past the honeymoon stage. We got past all the good stuff. Every once in a while, we sneak one in, but had kids. You know, we're you know we're doing it, but we're not doing it with the same vigor. We're not doing it with the same passion. We're not doing it with the same thing. And then it's kind of like just dried up, drip, drip, dry. It's gone. Goodbye. Good luck. And I was like, what did they put in that cake? Wedding cake. It's just amazing what it does to your sex life to a married couple. Uh, you have to go to a couple's retreat. You got to go to do different things. You got to go through counseling. You got to find some some tricks, some new tricks to get into love, spice it up or whatever. But uh, now the new movement, and I mean, yeah, they're abstaining from sex. They're, they got more things to do, more pressing things to do than to just rack their heads and go and blow their minds in a euphoric orgies and stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. Orgies and stuff like that still still exist. And there are amazing, uh, amazing, it's not even underground. There's, there's a whole lot more. I mean, even though women and men are abstaining from sex and they're building more enriched and deeper relationships with each other. Is that what they're calling it? They're calling it that. Um, but at the same time, the underworld is still existing where there's, there's the, uh, the shag parties and the, there's still hustlers and minglers and look, if they're not doing each other, they're doing somebody else. That's I think that whole abstinence thing blows. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've, I've abstained. Was that I've the abstained. prepper? Was that the prepper? Uh, that the way to drop back in that when you turned it around. Right. Turn the beat around. Man, man. Like to hear some discussion. It makes me want to put on my leg warmers and dance. Turn it upside down. Mm. You just burned my eyes out, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. I was going to wear that. the G string also. Bow, 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 bow. Mm. So I'm getting back in bikini uh, shape. Shape, yes. I want to support the speedo this summer. Mm. The banana hammock, dude. We're two weeks away from summer. Well, I don't know what this weather. Well, this weather looks all surprisingly okay. So May gray, June gloom, right, and then poof, summer. Right. Yeah. So uh, I've been doing the diet thing. The only cheating I've been doing is uh, beer. Well, beer. On Wednesdays. I've seen a steak or two or some. What steak? What steak? Steak is fine. There's what no steak carbs. Is the- <laughs> Are you kidding? Dude, I, don't, I do no carbs. Protein I don't, bro, I don't have no bread. The preparation no rice. of your. You need to get rid of the red meat, brother. You need to get rid of the red well, meat. I don't eat really red meat that often. What steak? Steak is fine. <laughs> There's well, no carbs in steak. Look. I don't eat steak really. You Every know. once in a while, Kathy will make it. Every once in a while. But I don't really, uh, I don't care for it. She'll Every tell you. Every blue moon. I'm a fish and chicken and, and uh, the other white meat pork. What was that? What did we have last week? The ribs, the riblets, the... Pork. Okay. I eat me some pork. Okay, I'll right, kick down on that. Eat with both feet. Right. You need to give up on the pork too, my brother. No, sir. <laughs> Aslama bacon, my Aslam bacon. All I want is bacon. Yeah, hell no, I'm not getting rid of that. That's the other white meat. We gotta move you some tofu. Get you some mm-hmm. that. Get some. I gotta have me my hog. How about some Beyond meat? Beyond? You want some of that? Yeah. 
No. No. Now, mm-hmm. 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 No, sir. I don't have none of that food for shit. I'm going to go have a veggie burger at Carl's Jr. Mm-hmm. on my way home. That's that's going to be it, right? Veggie? There. Veggie? <laughs> Dude, you know what? They they even they have proven that eating soy or veggie uh, hamburgers or, or meats is actually worse Worst. Yeah. than eating just a burger. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I just think if you have in moderation anything, oh whatever, it's okay. Moderation works on everything. Right. On Ex- drugs. Well. Sadness. Right. Money. Well. <laughs> Sex in moderation will keep you sane. Well. well, uh, well. Now, I'm just going to say that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I believe in, I believe in overdosing in every category, every category that you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I can see uh, Rick Rick's twitching everything. What's wrong, Rick? Look, uh, too much, too much, too That's much, too much. Right? <laughs> too much which? All of them. <laughs> too much all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I believe in partaking, taking part, uh, all of it, and even leaving nothing for later. Taking it, leaving it apart. Right. Because wherever you got it the first time, you get more. You get more. It'll be all right. It grows back. Yeah, there's no rationing. No. Yeah. Why do why do some now and some later when you can do it all, all now? All right? right. That's what, although I do like a good now and later. She like Callie will say, why is it that you just can't have one beer, two beers? Why is it that you gotta? This may be my last time. Look, Look, I don't believe. I'm gonna treat in, this beer like my last beer. Listen, I don't believe in doing anything halfway. No, no, sir. If I'm gonna do anything, I want to do it with everything I got. All out. Right. So it's it's not a, a, a marathon; it's a sprint. I don't know what anybody ever told you the opposite, but uh, I want to be. If I'm gonna be out drinking, I want to be the best damn drinker I can be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna partake in any kind of extracurriculars, I want to. Be the best one I can be. Absolutely. Right? If no I'm gonna get in back. there and get and, and get in with my elbows, don't yeah. stop me I'm now. Go, I'm, I'm in there to perform. Don't stop you know? me now. I'm not trying I'm to halfway, half-ass anything. I'm here to do it and do it right. <laughs> What's that Queen song? Doing don't, it, doing it, doing it, and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Oh man, my girl's leaving me at work, man. Tomorrow's her last day. Lori who's, Petson. Who's this? Lori Petson, my. What, what, what's uh? How's she look? <sighs> she hot? Well, yo. Is she like Jess the Mess? Wouldn't. Yeah, she's an upgrade to really? Jess the Mess. You what? Know? Yeah, she's a little mm. Lebanese. Leave me alone, guy. But she's my songbird. She would always mm-hmm. have me, and she would. But Lebanese is she like uh? Le- <laughs> uh, uh no. The, uh, no, she's uh no, she's she's just, that's my homegirl. Is it all cropped she, up? You know. She's good uh, people. She's good people. I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna get all right. teary eyed tomorrow. I'm gonna oh try boy. to keep from crying. Are you one of those? I'm at one the of office? those. Are yeah, you the, the crier? Like, dude, I, I walk around. I give the women massages. Oh I used to give god. her. I used to give her food gasms, and she'd be like, what? "Oh my god, guy! Oh, this is so good!" Oh. Wow. And I would cook for her with my heart's delight wow. just to hear those moans. Oh and God. that's my girl. I could be singing a song and she'd finish it, or I'd be like, "Oh man, what's wow. that song?" And what's that song? My songbirds now. My songbirds oh. gonna be gone. Your soulmate. Songbird, man. I got no soulmate. Uh, I, I, uh. I, I'm, not, I'm not that kind. I don't. I don't know. I'm not that kind. 
I don't, I don't attach to them. I love them and leave them. I just molest them at I work. I just molest them. I rub up on them, look down their shirts, mm-hmm. try to get a check, a check, check, point <clears throat> two on the microphone. My Lord. But then I got to let them go. I got to let them go. Just get a little, because when, when I get too attached to them. Just get my freak on. Hey. Then go on. If it belongs to you, let it go. If it comes <laughs> back to you, it was meant to be. If not, hunt it down and kill it. Damn. God damn it. Wow. So she's so she's moving on up. Where's she going? Kansas, man. I told her about them damn Kansas. tornadoes, man. I was like, man, why are you going to go to Kansas? Who? Uh, no who, one does that. But I, I'm trying to get out of California, man. I know, crazy. but but who consciously moves to Kansas? If you want to chase a hurricane, a tornado, you might want to go to Kansas. I I can see like. If you want to live a million, a billionaire's life on $50,000, you might go to Kansas. I can see the stats being like 50 exits, one entry. If you like, I'm doing my, my best Jeff best Fox Jeff really? If you can spell her name with Krylon on a, on, a, on a water tower, you might be in Kansas. If you're a fat fuck, you have probably finished half of your meal on the toilet. <laughs> now, that's love right there. You know what's going in and coming out. You know and you can finish the whole meal. If you're still chewing and you got to take a shit, that's probably because you you're overfilled. You a fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. And that's, that's, that's a, an amazing thing when you build a character or you build something. Right. But you have no exit for that. So that's where my book, Exit Strategy, is going to give you some key pointers on how to get oh, out of those ruts. What are you talking about that? Talk about my book again. Pigeonholing um, yourself? Pigeonholing yourself into something. Because, I mean, you, you've seen um, uh, Seinfeld's producer, the guy that kind of like discovered him. Larry David? Yeah. That's a weird motherfucker. Right Larry there. David, though, is... A genius. A genius. It's just, he's one of those geniuses that... You'd probably be better off if you never saw, if you just saw his. But so he's saw he's, his spawns. So I mean, he was pre-existent. So right. Jerry Seinfeld became Larry David, but was able to build a persona and presence he while doing stand He was the face stand-up. of Larry David, an Absolutely. acceptable face. Absolutely. The problem is Larry Larry David as a person was heinous. Hey. His concepts were great. His ideas were great. Amazing. But he concept. needed a face to present that. That's. That's so that's up. what Jerry Seinfeld was. That's what's up. Right. So once you keyhole that, how do you pull yourself out of that? I mean, I've, I've watched Jerry do amazing things over his career, the show right. about nothing, um, and then there was that comics and cars. Um, but it's just now you're that guy. You can't right. do or be anything else. Right. Larry David's He tried to do it on his own. You saw the results of that. Yeah. Um, what was his? Fue, they called his tour Fuego. Fuego, Fuego and not because Fuego. he was on fire. It was because he was crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is in Fuego. Stop Fuego. No, Fuego, no, no, Fuego. no, no. See his car choke, and he's in Fuego. Fuego. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it was fucking crazy. I watched. I was like, oh god, really bad. Oh god, this is bad. But no, it's you know it, it it is what it is. You know, I I I, I wrote a uh, I did my first endeavor of writing a, a song. A song? Yeah. Uh, can we hear a little and, bit of it? Uh, it, it actually was uh, one of my daughter's all time favorites. 
she asked me to uh, sing this song to her every night before she went to bed. Oh, I mean, can we get a little like piece it. of that? No, I'm not much of a singer. Everybody knows and that. And here we go. Ready to and go. But uh, it kind of goes like this. And and it it, oh. it, it is. Uh, Do we from, need a beat? Or no, it's okay. It's it, kind of it, tuned it, to the. Well, it's from that old nursery rhyme. Oh wait, wait! I got it. What walks downstairs and singles in pairs and makes a clinkety sound? All right. The spring. Okay, well, sorry. This one is is like this. Uh, wait, 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 ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to an exclusive. We do not own the rights <laughs> to this. This is a, an original Pallone. It is moment. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Daddy's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, daddy's gonna buy a shotgun and shoot that fucking thing. That's love right there. That's it? Yeah. Oh man, I've that seen last I've, part was, I've heard that covered that so last, many ways. That last part is her favorite part of that song. Wow. Yes. So you've heard that one? I'm not a fan. No. <laughs> It's a it's a no from me. I'm sorry. You're, you're, I've, I've gone. I've, can, I, I've, can I go to Hollywood? I, I, I've done the Americans Got Talent. I've right. seen the tour. I've done, right. We need a little bit more. I, it's a no from me. Damn it! Damn it! Oh man, yo dog, that was pumping. Woo 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 woo. You Randy know, Jackson you know what, would produce that. You know what they say? Yeah, you know Randy what they Jackson say? Would, would woof up on that one. They say uh, when you got it, you got it, and, and son, you got, you got it. it. You you got it. And you know what? <laughs> You're you're me 30 years ago, and I want you to keep going. Keep going. I'm going to take you to the next round. Yes. <laughs> Lionel's been the funny one. That was, uh, oh, God. Oh, my God. I think it was just the clash of the attitudes, but he was he was good. Yeah. No, he was fine, but, you know, everything was like, I think you got that from my closet. Yeah, you got that from my closet. The gear was the more it was from his closet. <laughs> Has he come out of the closet yet? Ballerine huh? girl. That, that was a song was, by his was, was No, but was was Lionel Richie ever, like, officially gay? Sonny, I tried to tell you before. I, I was severely disappointed by girl, the I'm finale. I'm leaving the closet tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, Why are the people looking at me the way they look at me? Did you watch the finale of American Idol? These tight jeans aren't comfortable, baby. Cause I'm easy. I'm sleazy like Sunday morning. I'm greasy on a Sunday morning. This camel toes for Johnny. This camel toes. I'm sorry, Joni. <laughs> Why I'm easy? You're easy because you're because you're a hoe. You're a hoe. <laughs> And so, it ain't got nothing to do with Sunday morning. Did you see the finale of American Idol? Wait, which, what, the last season? Just, supposed to be the this last Sunday. season? I didn't watch. I, oh, my God. This kid, Alejandro. Made you cry? Absolutely killed it. Made you cry? Killed it. And Every he, week, just killed it. And he lost. And this fucking kid from Louisiana. And he lost. Not even that great of a singer, could not perform, should not have even been in the top ten. One. Trump, baby, Trump. It was. It Trump was. trained. It was like the, the Trump winning of American Idol. It was unbelievable. I was like, I vowed never to watch American Idol again. <laughs> I think was this was this after, like the last season? After ever? that, isn't this the last? Oh season hell ever? no, they're running strong. They're gonna go. You know, Ryan Seacrest bought it. Right? Oh, okay, never so, mind. This is Casey Casey. Yeah, and I'll tell you I this. I wish I hadn't given that boy the stick. 
This fine uh, finale had every big name imaginable. Mm-hmm. It, I, I told Kat, you know what? are we watching the iHeart Music Awards? <laughs> because this is phenomenal. This they had like every single big name performing. I was like, holy shit. This is American Idol? Damn. Yeah, no. I, 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 oh, on again, off again. They're going to actually do Woodstock. They're finally going to do it. They I got thought some, they canceled it. No, they got some new money. Somebody oh said they're showing up. They're going to do it now. And you know what? What they realize, because it's a part of American culture and it needs to be done, right. but the iHeart concert has gotten bigger. The individual EDCs, the Love Fest and everything else have gotten bigger than right. But do we need a Woodstock? I mean, Coachella... They got all that. San Diego's Cab- Cabo or Cobo. Cabo, whatever. I can't I, even say I, it. I think it's getting a little out of hand with all the different shit. But they have like 84 acts performing or some shit. <sighs> over three days at Cabo? Yeah. No, over at but the, uh, the Woodstock. Yeah, no, 80. It's like some ridiculous number. Ridiculous. I'm like, oh, I, I was but like, it goes 24 hours a but day. But is it one stage, though? And then they wonder, no, there's a bunch of stages. But they wonder why it turns into this fuck fest and drug fest. What do you expect these motherfuckers to do for a whole week? Bring back Jenny. Yeah, no, I, 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 I love musical expression, and there is a little-known musical festival in Canada. It's more folk music and original, but they've opened it up. Sounds fun. It, no, they opened it up, right. you know, acoustic. Folk. My thing is, it isn't for the love of music that these things happen. No, the these, are money making, are. these are money-making. These are music, well, money-making ventures. These, per, these. Uh, I, no, this was more grassroots. It is a who? natural festival. The one in Canada. Okay, well, I'm just saying all these other ones. But the other ones, are, yeah. So the, money, the, advertisement, right. the promoting, right. the the bands showing right. up to perform. Jesus. They, they basically work for free because they just want airtime. Basically, like if you don't come and perform, you're not going to get fucking airtime. We're not going to put your segment on the air. You can play. You in there. You, you're on the bill. But, yeah, no. No, they don't go there for free. They, they're going to get paid. Who? All the freaking acts. They go to get paid, dude. Some of them do. Some don't. Do you want to perform on the same stage that fucking this person's performing? So, let's see. What do they need all this money for then? Production? Well, they're only paying certain. I don't think they're paying everybody. If you're up and coming, don't tell me you, you wouldn't fucking play for free just to be on that bill. Just to be on that bill? Hell yeah. You yeah. got you I I got your attention enough to want to put me on. And if I'm I dead, if sure. I know that I can get over on you and, and get you to play for free, I'm going to. Well, not me personally, but I'm speaking for the fucking cheap promoters. I always had a belief that if you performed and I charged, you got paid. Stockton. Even if it was a little bit, you still got paid. Stockton. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Craziness. That's what I believe. So, you know, doing recognition and, and just staying with your craft and doing things that are true to you, making your product, your brand. Be original. Be original. Thank you, Dr. Pepper. Thank you. Uh, be you. Hey, they're bringing back Coca-Cola for a little bit, limited time. Oh, yeah? The original Coke. With all the sugar. In Mexico, which go. is going to be strange because it is, well, no, they do have a factory in, in Arizona, but the major import is Coca-Cola from Mexico because they got the real but cane sugar. But is it made sugar. with real sugar cane? With real cane? There you go. That's what I'm saying. So. Well, it's been fun. 
As always, every Wednesday. A little bit. Every show's a little different. You never know what you're going to get. Some is packed with all kinds of shit. Toothless. Other ones is like, it's very light and just fluffy. Fluffy. Like this. So you never know. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know when you're going to get a roach in one of them. Okay. Like jalapenos, man. Life is like a box of jalapenos. Some are stuffed. Cheeser. Cream Some are cheese. just super spicy. Some will burn your ass. Summer will burn your ass. We didn't do an in the news and we got out of that one. We want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. And tonight was one of those like Dave Chappelle shows where there wasn't really any jokes, but it was just like sitting on the couch talking. And you know, sometimes that's nice. That's sometimes good. It's not always all about you. <sighs> Sometimes it's just nice to hash things out, to talk about sitting on the nothing. toilet and eating. <laughs> oh, have Lord. you? Ever, have you ever? Have you have ever you found ever? yourself sitting on the toilet, finishing the bite of food that you just took in the kitchen? I feel a bit hard pressed sometimes to actually want to sit on the toilet while eating. Right. I don't think I could do it. It should not be allowed. I don't think I could do that. It's it's that's a difficult one. I'm gonna ponder that. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna force myself. Think I got a nice it. four day weekend coming up. There you go. You got some thinking material. Got some thinking material, something to do, and I'll give you a little homework to do between now and the next show. Have some. I'll tell you how I do. I might videotape it too. If I I'll mm-hmm. grab a handful of hot dogs, one in each hand, and I'm sitting there. Well, one in one hand and a roll of toilet paper in the other, and I'm gonna sit there. Yeah. yeah. Sound very pleasing, very appetizing. Pear, and then Perry dog it, so it, that one won't come. Yeah. <laughs> Bloop. Force it out. Bloop. <laughs> and the water comes back oh, up and tickles God. your tail hole. Damn. Uh, well, that's, that's been the Clown Chubby Show for this Wednesday. Yeah. It is what it is. Take that and stick know. it. Take Sometimes. that. Put a pipe in it. It's more than it is, more than it was, more uh, than it will be. Thoughts and prayers to the people in the flood line in Oklahoma. Boy, they got some sad. Thoughts and thoughts and thoughts and prayers to my people in Kansas. What's going on there? Well, they had tornadoes. Inclement weather. Wow. So Oklahoma, Not Texas. Not only do they have to live in a shithole, but they got to deal with all that. It's the flatlands, man. It's the flatlands. Wow. There's snow at Mount Laguna. You guys go out and have a good one. If we have a nice, safe, and memorial day weekend, have a good one. Remember all the ones we've lost. We will. Isn't that what it's about? That's what it's about. So Go plant a tree. Father's Day is coming up. I'm going to go see Pops in the hole. Yeah. That's going to be rough. It's probably going to rain that day, too. Sorry. Go hang Shit's your head gotta be down. Hang your head down. Sweet Lou. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Sweet hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. <laughs> Poor boy, you're going to All die. Right, here we go. So, so it's been another episode of the Polonia Chapel Show. Here every Wednesday, tell your friends to tune in at 8 o'clock. We're here talking about whatever. Whatever. Tune in. Check it out. Episode 80-something. 